Hello, and welcome to the Goody Two Shoes podcast. I'm Ellie. I'm the daughter half. And I'm Becky. I'm the mom half. Today, we have some super fun things to talk about, a really awesome topic, and a super awesome person to do it with. So please welcome our special guest, Ethan Sell, my brother. Hello. (laughs) So Ethan's going to be here talking to us um, all about our views on video games, where we think we land on them. It can be honestly a controversial topic, so I think it's going to be fun to get different viewpoints. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, my name is Ethan. Um, oh, I got a closer. <laughs> I'm a boy. Uh, I like I like food, and I like video games. Cool. And how old are you? Uh, thirteen. No, fourteen. <laughs> you are now fourteen. <laughs> Off to a great start. <laughs> um, details. Who needs them? <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of an interesting. I think this will be really fun. Um, some things that are new that are going on is we finally got some warm weather. I know you guys hate, probably hate hearing us talk about the weather every single time, but in Wisconsin, it's seriously exciting when we don't have snow everywhere. And it has been so balmy out, except not today, but like recently it's been getting so much warmer. It's like, it's actually so nice. But other than that, not too much new. We went to like a conference thing, but how was even before? So basically and nothing. <laughs> is there anything with you? It's been, a, it's been a very normal week. Yeah. We're thankful for a four day weekend and for Easter. Which is coming up. I like Jesus. (laughs) All right, Ellie. Um, So basically, uh, I think we all kind of have different opinions on video games. um, But also, there's just many different viewpoints on it. Valid points on both sides, I think. So um, I think I resonate with both sides of the coin. um, But Ethan is far more on the pro side of video games. And uh, my mom definitely has a lot of... Uh, reservations about it yeah (laughs) so um I think let's just jump into it one thing that I think I want to just like ask both of you is um ways that what are some ways that you have seen video games be beneficial to you if you want to answer that Ethan um oh wait okay sorry uh I get to talk with my friends and play with my friends a lot more often because like after school you don't get to do a lot you can't like travel to our house and then go home on a school day um, I don't know. It's like a fun thing to look forward to. It's like uh, kind of like a daily reward if you like do good or work a little bit, sort mm-hmm. of like that. Yeah. So you think it's sort of like motivational. What are some ways that you've been able to like connect with your friends uh, through that? Uh, I play a lot of Fortnite, which is kind of a kid's game, but I still like it. Uh, it's fun. Like you get this thing called the Victory Royale by beating a lot of players. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I keep forgetting. Um, and it's when you get one, it's really fun. You get to, like, you celebrate together. So I guess that. It's like a team thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. And I love that. And also there's aspects that you can play with your family, too. So that's super cool. And so I think that's definitely a good pro is that there's, like, a lot of ways to connect with the people around you. Family, obviously, if you're playing with the people around you. But also there being such an online um, community nowadays with video games, there's lots of ways to connect with people who don't live near you or even people that you meet online. Um, but there's also dangers to that, which I know is one of your reservations that you kind of have. Well, for years, the kids were just playing on like closed video game sources like Mario World and stuff like that. So it only was in like the last two years in the very longest that they've been playing online. And we've had a lot of ground rules around that because um, basically if they don't know the person in real life, they aren't playing with them. We don't allow them to make online friends 
because there's so many creep shows out there that can use like voice changers and like stock photos of an eight year old and say, this is who I am. And they're really like this creepy 40 year old stalking. And so not that all 40 year olds are creepy. (laughs) um, (laughs) And, but you know what I'm saying? And so that has like, it, it ballooned a little bit more into like just a safety concern when they started playing online and Ethan rolls his eyes, but that's because we've sheltered him enough that he doesn't know any better. Um, we actually, there's certain uh, online platforms that a lot of the kids' friends play that we don't let them touch because there's been known um, dangers on there that people, uh, like, what is it? Roblox or whatever? Yeah, Roblox. Yeah, Ro- Roblox. You've said it wrong <laughs> so much that I don't even know what it's supposed to be Roblox, called. Roblox, yeah. Robux. Yeah, so like now I don't Mommy even know what it's- give me free Robux. <laughs> Um, so all that to say is like a lot of people are like, oh, it's harmless. It's a bunch of little kid games inside of a platform, which sounds innocent and fun for the most part, but they're like definite traps in there to corrupt a child's mind. And I know I sound like some old person saying that, but man, it's true. Ethan would like to add something. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also something I, I watch a YouTuber. I'm not going to go into that, but, uh, it's very obvious that um, Roblox really just wants to steal your money because you there's this in like in game currency called Robux and yeah very creative name <laughs> and you can't actually say it without going into monotone. <laughs> Give me free Robux. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like every game, pretty much yeah, literally every game, you're able to spend your Robux that you've paid for on stuff like With real money, real money, yeah, literally real money. Um, to like maybe beat like whatever the game was faster or get some sort of item that makes it easier to like Is that uh, what they call pay to play? Yeah, pay, pay to, to win. win. It's very pay to, pay to win. But there's also a lot of scams that that are on there. Like um I've seen one time where like it offered these this stupid thing and somebody bought it as a joke and it didn't even give it to you and it was worth like it's not, it was only two dollars on uh, in real life, but it's two dollars that you just wasted for no reason. Yeah, exactly. I think that's something that's also a really dangerous aspect is that there's a lot of the online games. Um, there is that sort of pay to win aspect. Oh, boys are home. Um, so basically, it can be dangerous when you're in that situation. And uh, basically, it just feels like you can just do one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. And that can really easily, I mean, what does that sound like? It sounds like an addiction, right? It sounds like someone who's like got a smoking addiction or something because you just want to do this one more thing. And that can be a struggle, uh, especially with games that come off like Fortnite, um, where it's the whole thing is, hey, we're free. And you're like, oh my gosh, a free game. And then you're like, oh, but just play this. Sorry, <laughs> some brothers in the house. Um, and so then you're just like, oh, well, I'll just buy this one little skin or I'll just buy this one little thing. And it can definitely become an issue. Um, I don't know. What, how do you feel about that? Um, yeah, that I sort of struggled that with that for a while because, like, I don't know. It like the skin, the skins or or characters that you can buy sort of represent like your play style. Um, there's like sweaty players, and they use these uh, style of skins. Guy, yeah. why don't you, you define have that? to define these terms? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I guess okay. okay out of context. So out of will context. you say what a sweat is? Okay, a uh, play a player who like. I don't know, takes the game too seriously, will win at all costs, and, like, almost makes, makes the game unfun because they kind of lose the aspect of Fortnite, Fortnite, which is kind of just have fun with friends and do your best, not take it to the 
part where you have to like win every single time and if you don't it's like okay i'm not gonna play with you anymore type of thing i'll just yeah exactly so there's it kind of just builds a toxic environment um so there's definitely like a lot of issues in that way especially just ah, there's so much that comes with games that can be played online and live games um but i think there's also like we were kind of saying like there's a lot of like fun to that it can be kind of exciting um it's the difference between like you know fighting bowser who's only got so many moves he can do and then bowser is is a bad guy in Super Mario Brothers, which is a Nintendo game. Thank you. Thank you. For you need that. to break this down. Okay. <laughs> um, the difference between basically fighting a computer and fighting real people, like there's a real, or like even just having teammates, like it's, it's yes. definitely a very exciting um, environment. And in some ways it can be very like team building. It's honestly, it can be its own form of a sport. Um, but I also feel that it can be, I don't know, kind of dangerous. I've never really been one to get into um live games and like online games very much mostly because i'm just so bad that i'm like mortified that real people could see how bad i'm doing but um that being said i understand like the premise of it and i understand why people could get behind it because that could be like i don't know really exciting but there's also you know dangers and and it's not okay so they're not all bad like for instance uh our youngest finn is he's 10 he's very interested in games that people would call old school games and that's because they were made in like the 1980s and 1990s they're not online they're like um he talks about playing legend of the the legend of zelda all the time and it it's a you know regular video game but a big aspect of all of these different video game series in the legend of zelda world is problem solving like he has to get, he gets stuck a lot of times and he's stuck on a certain level for days sometimes and and it causes him to have to try and try and try again and let's try this thing that didn't work let's try this other thing and it causes resilience um, problem solving skills he thinks creatively so there's actually a lot of great aspects to certain video games um, and just so you understand our household isn't play video games whenever you want like all day long it's they the it's part of our home economy which we talked about our very first podcast is they have to earn their time they the the family benefits by a cleaner house and then their reward is the video game time and so you know there's sometimes they don't feel like working and they just don't play and that's fine and they can do other things but all that to say is i'm not 100 percent anti-video games i was a kid once and I wanted a video game system more than anything. My parents could attest to this. And every once in a while, <laughs> kids, back in the day, you could go to a gas station and rent a video game console with a game for a weekend. Like you would, it, you could bring it home and hook it up to your TV and you had video games for a weekend. It was like a thing. You could do that with VCRs and movies too. But every once in a while, like for my birthday or a special occasion, my mom would succumb to my begging and and, <laughs> and rent a video game console and I got to play. And then because I knew I only had it for like two days, I would play like day and night, sun up to sundown. Because I'm like, I only have it for this amount of time. But then she would say, see, this is why we don't have video games in this house because you didn't draw at all. You didn't climb one tree. You didn't do anything creative. And I was like, oh, no, no, you don't understand. <laughs> I probably would have if I had this all the time. Like I'd wait for a rainy day or like when the sun goes down or whatever. And so there's a balance there. Mm-hmm. Like, and that I think is important with all aspects of life, but especially as we're talking about something that can become an addiction. Yeah, for sure. And I think 
the thing is also is just video games are a very prevalent part of our life like as long as i can remember video games have been in our house it's never been like a what? you can thank your daddy for that yes exactly <laughs> um he definitely likes video games but the thing is is a lot of things it, it was never felt like bad for me you know like i think i have a very different personality and so for me i can't like watch a show or do screens for a certain amount of time if i just do it for too long i just feel icky like i need to do like paint something or go on a walk or something like i just can't sit and do something like that for so long and so it was never so much of a problem for me um as much but i could it definitely was a problem sometimes for some of the younger boys but on the other hand of that there's because video games were such a prevalent part of my childhood um and even now there's a sense of nostalgia around a lot of games that we used to play um and just i don't know a lot of really good memories that i kind of and also just a lot of connection that we would have together and so yeah of course we would fight when someone chucked you off the ledge in one of the games and like oh wow why would you do that but at the same time there's this like oh my gosh like we're all playing together let's like get towards this end goal um and this sort of like supporting and so like there was one game i think i must have played when i was like six or something like that um and it was like donkey kong country or something mm -hmm. i did not even get through the first level but those first like 10 seconds of me getting to the exact same point every single time, like that was a core memory for me. And then years later I came back and played this game and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm unlocking memories. Like I didn't even realize we're there. Yeah, I remember that. It was like, we begged daddy for that so much. And then he's like, fine. And he turns on the system. And then both of us would like, you guys climbed, you were so little, you guys both climbed into an armchair together with your little, yep. con, like, little controllers hooked up to the Super Nintendo. It was so <laughs> cute. And we would get through the first level after, like, Barely. yeah, just, just <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, seriously. And then the second level would be the hardest of them all because it was, it was so hard to see because it was, like, in the rainy jungle. And we would just lose it. We'd get so close and then we'd just die. It was so funny. Yeah, no, for real. I legit for years believed that that was the only part of the entire game that literally existed because that's the only thing yeah. that I could remember. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's that definitely that aspect of it. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. It I guess when it comes down to it, it all depends on like your own family and what you feel feel is important and you know, our family, I, my entire family will attest to the fact that I have fought against video game usage <laughs> basically from day one. Like, it was super cute when they were little and it was Super Mario World and, like, they were jump, but then it became, like, this thing that they always wanted to do and that was, like, their default. And that's why we had to start putting boundaries around it. Yeah. And, you know, for, for a lot of years and... Uh, I think the only time we didn't do it was the summer of 2020 when everything was locked down and boring and you couldn't go anywhere, especially with a group of kids. Heaven forbid you go grocery shopping with four kids. Everyone looks at you like you're spreading a death disease. Um, but all that to say is um, we remove video games completely in the summer. And that the reason for that is multifaceted. One, it gives them a reset. Like, they get to a point where their main goal is just to earn video game time. And I say this is like the boys, not so much Ellie. Um, <laughs> Ellie actually plays so infrequently that she doesn't have to earn video game time. She can just be like, hey, can I play Super Mario Odyssey? Because it's been like three weeks since she's touched a video game. And we're like, <laughs> yeah, no problem. Go for it. 
Um, but the but the boys, it's like a daily thing where they want to do it. So we reset them every summer. When school gets out, they lose basically all access to video games. And it it's a hard first week for them because they have to like think about other things they like to do. And but it really helps because after that era of weeping and gnashing of teeth, they actually come out and Ethan, I know you're going to deny this, but there have been summers where you guys thank us at the end of the, the summer where you're like, I did so many things that I wouldn't have done if I had access to screens. Oh, I know. So what, Ethan, how do you feel on that? Cause I'm, <laughs> your face is saying things. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I understand, like, taking away that and giving us, because it's summer, there's a lot more to do, like, just be a kid. But, like, you do this every, you and, you and Daddy do this every year where you just take it away almost completely. And it's like, okay, yeah, I've, I've played, I've gone with my friends to the park, like, twice a day. And I'm tired and exhausted, and now I can't do, like, play video games at all. I've literally, like, haven't seen a screen all day. I've swam. I've done, like, I've, I've, I've done a ton of swimming. I've done a ton of biking, a ton of scootering. And still you limit our video games. Like, it, it was, it just felt like, it just didn't seem right, you know? Because, like, normally when it was, uh, when school was in, you would, we didn't have a lot to do. We didn't have a lot to do when we get, got home because we get home at, like, I don't know, 4.30 4 or yeah. so. And it's like, okay, you get, like, at two and a half hours before bedtime, and then that's it. So, like, of course, we're going to have – we're going to allow to do video games after school. But, I mean, I, I see where your point there. Like, I mean, there's a lot more to the day now so that, that there's no school, so you can don't need to, like, look completely to video games. But I don't see how – Go ahead. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Um, but I do see it. I, I, I see that point, but I don't know why you would take it out completely because at the end of the day, like, not even. Here's yeah. why. Can I tell you? Yes. Okay. If this is healthy, people. We're having a discussion on the podcast. The reason is when you boys and any person really knows that the object that they want to do is available to them, it's going to be all that they think about. Really. So like when someone is trying to lose weight, they don't keep stashes of candy bars in the house. They completely remove all of the junk food that was like a weak point for them because they know at the end of the day, they're exhausted, they're tired. They just want a little bit of a snack before bed. If they know that there's a Snickers in the cupboard, they're going to eat it. And so if you guys are tired, you're like exhausted. I played all day, as you said, and now I just want to like chill. Okay. If you know that you can just grab a video game console and play, you're going to do it because it's there. Or what actually ends up happening, which I think is worse, is that you just mope around and wait for that time when you can play. And I've seen that too when we've said, okay, no video games until after five or something like that. You guys like literally sit and count down the minutes for like an hour and a half until you can play. I've seen that. Yeah, I think there's, yeah. The thing that I think is the balance is just... Video games can be a really great, like, sort of out. Like, you can kind of just distract, you can disconnect, you can kind of um, decompress from the day. And I think there's value in that. But that's kind of the way with any hobby that you have, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just that video games 
are a little easier to get addicted to. And I think the thing is the ease. Yes. Easy. Yeah. So I think a good like analogy for it is like when I was younger, I was like, I knew it was like, I knew cookies are not healthy. But then I was like, well, then what makes apples healthy? And my dad was like, well, apples aren't necessarily healthy either. If you eat too many apples, you're going to feel just as sick as if you eat too many cookies. It's just that it's quicker and easier for you to eat too many cookies and feel icky than it is for you to eat too many apples. And so it's not to say that it's a better of two evils. It's just that one is far easier to go too far. Yes. Yes. And it's just people just say, oh, I just like playing video games, Um, which is totally fine. But there's you have to have a lot of self-control in that. And there, I mean, I've had times where I I honestly don't play very much. But when I do, I usually want to play for like a while. And sometimes after that, I'm just like, okay, why did I play that long? Like that did not feel good. Like I just don't feel like I like produced, like wasn't very productive today. Um, But then there's also the aspect of like, I only play like two games um, that I play. And those are just kind of like my relaxing, like ways to kind of decompress. And so like one of them is like basically a farming game. Like I basically decorate my house and plant potatoes. That's what I do in this game. And so like, sometimes it's just nice for me to be able to just know that like the end of a long day, I can just like go down and cuddle on the couch and plant my potatoes, you know? Um, it's definitely this think, fun way to kind of, I don't know the word, I think. Relax, maybe? Yeah, re- like, I guess so. The- check out. Sometimes yeah. you need to check out. So, like, people do that with, with books. So, there are people in, like, I could say that I know people that use use books to, like, check out of real life. And they read any chance they get. So, would you be able to call that an addiction? Possibly, mm-hmm. right? But people, but but reading is, you know more favorably looked upon Mm. than video games yeah no that is such a good point i definitely want to touch on that there is such a stigma around video games and just the whole thought process behind it because there's this whole like narrative that like video games rot your brain right it's like the same thing as like stare at the tv and you're gonna go blind or something like there's some truth to the things of like yes it's not the beneficial for you to do it 24 7 but in moderation totally fine and so that I'll see that sort of thing all the time like if you like are just sit down and you just want to like scroll on your phone a little bit or you sit down and you like play a video game for like 10 minutes it's like wow you're addicted to your phone you're addicted to video games but then like you sit down with like a book or you sit down to draw or any of these other things that you're doing also in moderation it's immediately like oh wow like good thing you're doing such good things with your time and it can be really frustrating because it's like okay those are also ways for me to relax and to disconnect and to be able to just calm down after a long day. But it's this view of how video games are perceived that is just really inaccurate, honestly, to how video games can be used like on a daily basis. Um, what do I say here? <laughs> Sorry, you, you pretty much like, covered everything there. But I understand that that happens to you a lot of times too when you're like, you do, you have video games or you want to do something and it's immediately the thought is like, oh, well, but you could be doing something more creative, you know? Yeah, I get that sometimes. Um, and I don't know what I'm supposed to say here. I mean, well, <laughs> well, I think for Ethan, it's a matter of, Ellie, you use video games differently than he does. You have a different mindset around them, and you find value in video games in a completely different way than he does. Your personalities are very, very different, if you haven't figured that out by now. <laughs> I think you figured that out when you were three. But um, Ethan uses them to have a reward to get excited he's not using it to like wind down he's using it to connect with friends to 
um, feel like, so here's another difference. You're a girl and he's a boy. Whoa, shocker. I know. I know, but like with, (laughs) with boys, God designed them with this innate sense of needing to conquer, needing to protect, needing to have adventure. That's just in them all. And video games check those boxes. So when he's like, hey, I'm going to accomplish all these. Um, what is it in Fortnite, Ethan, when you buy a battle pass, you have you have to um, like get all these things marked off. Like you have to accomplish these things. What is that? That's the battle pass. Yeah, tasks, so right? um, it's, it's interesting. You when you buy the battle pass, um, you can get rewards from it like you can get skins you can get um which skins as we have already said means what because that sounds weird otherwise (laughs) okay characters yeah stop (laughs) uh characters basically uh characters that you can play as um but like ultimately you always have to do these things yes yeah um you 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 have to to max out the battle pass aka and get what's your money what your money's worth you have to just play the game you get when you do this, you get XP. XP makes you get rewards. Experience points. Yes, is exp- XP. Guys, yeah, there's a, a lot of terms. There's a lot of terms for this game. Uh, yeah, experience points for it, and it gives you the rewards that you essentially bought. So if you didn't buy the battle pass, you wouldn't technically have to play the game. I mean, you don't have to either when you have it, but it would be kind of ripping yourself off if you bought it and then just didn't play. And then it helps you feel what? Accomplished, right? Like yeah. You achieved things. It's basically like checking the boxes. Yeah. Which is something that I think is interesting because we both kind of have that in common, but it's definitely presents itself in different ways. And obviously, like, I live off of check boxes. Like, if I haven't been able to say all the things I've accomplished in a day, it's not a good day. Um, and so I feel that urge to just wonder who accomplished things as well. But it's interesting based on personalities, our gender, our interest, how that kind of presents itself in different ways. But our common ground like video games can be a great way to do that. Um, But that being said, it can come to, you know, a a disproportionate point where you're kind of, it's too far, you're going too much, and it's just, it's unhealthy. Well, right. Like what, one of the dangers of video games is that it satisfies that innate urge in, in guys to conquer and to save people and to do, like, be the hero, right? And then they don't go out and do that in the real world. Because they've already scratched that itch. And so it it creates a bunch of complacent guys who are like, oh, that's not my problem. Where God designed them to deal with problems. And so that's one of the ways, like, so for instance, Ethan's brothers have other things that they really in- enjoy. There's already a sign up. Okay. They have things that they really enjoy outside of video games. And we're working with Ethan to try and find something for him too. Because he has interests, but some of them are very seasonal. And so winter is really hard. Um, but it's to help them think outside of that video game box so that there's a balance. I think that's what it really comes down to. Mm-hmm. This whole thing comes down to balance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's that's honestly, like, the if you get nothing else from that, that's kind of our takeaway. Because there's also different ways that each family implements, like, what's going on. Like, our first episode, we talked about kind of how that implication happens. Implication? application happens in our household and how that kind of um, like risk reward earning system happens. Um, But there's other families where they can play video games whenever they want, or they have an hour a week, or they can only play on Saturdays, whatever. Um, And our family is going through a couple different systems as well, just changing as our family changes, as ages change Mm -hmm. and as seasons change. 
Um, but that being said, that's kind of just the bare minimum for any family is you have to be aware of like the personalities in your family, um, the willpower <laughs> in your family, um, and the opportunities that like you have outside of video games to be entertained and to be creative. Um, because yep. I think it's hard sometimes like moving from the country to the city. That was one of the big reasons that I know you were telling me about at one point was like, this is hard for me to find things to do because there's less in the city. Um, and so you kind of have to go outside of the box. And so video game system changed slightly when we went from the country to the city just to um, kind of go along with what was changing with our uh, the area we were living in because we could just go outside. We could go climb a tree. We could build a fort. Um, and now go swim in the pond. Exactly. There was all these opportunities. Our cousins lived right across the street. Um, and it's not to say that we don't have opportunities in the city, but they're definitely different. And that system kind of had to accommodate for that. Um, but it can definitely be hard to find like, oh, sorry, we're really, <laughs> um, it can definitely be hard to like find those um, other outlets, I guess. Yeah. Final thoughts, Ethan? Um, no, not really. You pretty much covered everything. Okay, cool. Anything about you? Thanks for coming on, Ethan. We really appreciate you having, like, the courage to come on to the show. Yeah, and I have a like, nothing. I, I didn't have a lot to say. No, you That's offered your perspective, which was important because we were talking about a topic that means a lot to you. Yeah. Okay. So thank you so much for coming on, Ethan. And thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hope this was really interesting to kind of like see different points of view. I think it's something that's not talked about enough and it's just kind of been like, oh, you know, it's just bad, you know, um, or yeah, they're just great. But there's definitely different sides to this coin. Um, and at the end of the day, video games are fun and they can be totally great um, in their own space and time. So thank you guys for listening. Um, if you liked this, you can follow us, give us a review um, or even send it to a friend. And you can also find us um, on social media at Facebook or Instagram at the Goody Two Shoes Podcast. But other than that, I hope you have a great rest of your day and see you later. Bye. Bye. See ya.